listening to Ray Ray's podcast straight from Gem Studios. What's up? What's up? I put my hand up on your hip when I did. We did. We did. We're back again. <laughs> you know, that's my weekly randomness on the show. Uh, oh welcome back to Ray Ray's podcast. You're straight <laughs> from Gem Studios. It's your boy, Ray and Ray. Not TikTok famous anymore. Oh, well, I guess, no, yeah. actually, I am TikTok famous still. You still TikTok famous? Yeah, yeah. I have twenty four thousand views on my last TikTok. Twenty four thousand. Okay, corrections. We have TikTok famous Ray Rock on the show with us here. So let's give him a round of applause for being TikTok famous in here. <laughs> I'm making all these Gen Zs mad. <laughs> boomer, boomer, boomer. You? Yeah, I'm a boomer cool. Because I have a Facebook. <laughs> Anyways. Do people even get on Facebook anymore? Uh, yeah, but okay, so let's move on to some interest, I guess. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, you know, we got to shout out all of our fans, all of our listeners all over the world, people in the UK, Canada, Kuwait. Uh, where else we got? Ireland. Ireland is listening yeah. to us right now. So we appreciate all the love y'all have been showing us on the show. We thank you from the bottom of my heart, bottom thank- of Ray's heart. Yes, we do. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for sending us the messages personally, but you have to let the stream services know. Subscribe, like, and uh, share. Please comment, all that. Thank you so much. It doesn't take but like two, three minutes to do it. Thank you so much. And a quick shout-out. A couple quick shout-outs. Uh, Holly Day, uh, thank you for filling in for us the last couple of weeks. Uh, she's back on her grind. Playground is open back up, so we all got to go in there and show Holly some love. Shout-out to Carissa. Uh, Carissa, you know, you know, they got that thing popping off, you know, the sports show she's on. Uh, so shout-out to Carissa. And also, shout out to Amanda Ray. Um, she's doing some family things today. Um, it's the first day of, how they pronounce it, Eid? This is the way they pronounce it. So they just ended Ramadan, so she's doing some family things. So we'll see her back soon. But in the meantime, I'm uh, going to introduce a couple of really, really special people to y'all. Um, two of my really good friends. Uh, first off, uh, filling in for Amanda Ray, one of my closest and dearest friends. I'll, I want to introduce y'all to Ray Ray's podcast, Miss Katie Caprio on the show with us today. Oh, well, hello, Ray. It's so good to be here. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you for uh, indulging with us today on Ray Ray's podcast. So tell the people about you real quick and where they can find you at. And uh, Well, yeah. I understand I'm not an actual Ray, but <laughs> I do know that we're all Aquarius, right? Oh, yes. Oh. So we've got that going on. How did you know I was Aquarius? I do my research. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I've got that. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram at KissKatieRose. Um, I have a history in production. I used to do soap operas living in Los Angeles, and now I get to hang out in Dallas, Texas, rocking it with the Rays. <laughs> rocking it with the Rays. So we thank you for uh, uh, coming and hang with us, you know. People don't know this is like really one of my dearest and closest friends. A lot of people like to use that term loosely, but I don't lose that use that term loosely with the two people we got coming on today. So our guest today, my main man here, uh, I met this guy. I'll tell you a story how I met this guy. I was at a bar. <laughs> oh yeah, how's all stories start oh, off? I was at, I was at a bar. Um, I was with these two girls from London. Okay. Ironically, he was going to London the next day. I'm like, whoa, what a fucking coincidence. I meet two chicks from London. He's going to London the next day. I'm like, what are the odds? So we got introduced uh, to each other from, from our good friend Brad Hawkins, who was on the show uh, last week. Uh, he introduced us. This gentleman right here 
you know, if you're if you're a 30s baby, you know, 80s babies, <laughs> you probably know this guy really well. You know, you may know him as Rocky. You may know him as the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> you may know him as the Blue Zero Ranger. I don't know. You may know him totally different ways. I want y'all to give it up to my main man, Steve. Say what's up to the people. What's up? What's up? May the power protect you. (laughs) Morph up, baby. Morph up. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for... You know, coming on the show. Oh, really yeah. Happy to be here. That. Thank you. I appreciate that. You've been asking me to come on for a little while and haven't been able to make it work. But now that we're starting to open back up a little bit, you know, it's like, okay, I think I can leave my house now. <laughs> yeah, we do appreciate you coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah Thank sure. you so much, man. It definitely is an honor. Definitely is an honor for you to be here. Most deaf. Most okay. deaf. So what we're going to do is with both of y'all, since y'all are both new to Ray Ray's podcast, we have a segment on the show. It's called Slow Down, We Just Want to Get to Know You. This is where we ask you a bunch of random questions off the top of the dome. And, you know, we just kind of see where it goes with that. All right? All right? Sounds good. So we know Katie Caprio said she was a Queries. My man Steve, for y'all don't know, his birthday is coming up. Yeah. May 29th. Yeah, in a few days. Yeah, in a few actually, days here. Yeah. So what's your sign? That's man? Gemini. Gemini. Ooh. Yep. She's like, everybody always says that. It's like, Ooh. you know. You I'm only a little out. bit two-faced. Come on. That's <laughs> like Amanda. Amanda's a Gemini. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her birthday's coming up too. Yeah. Yeah, her, it's June 9th, yeah. yeah exactly. We're, on, we're never dull. That's for sure. So 21, the big 21? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 21 <laughs> times two plus whatever. Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> I lost count. I forget. Oh, my God. I think it's 46. 46th birthday. Well, happy 46th birthday to you. Thank you. Okay. All right. So we know your signs now. Okay. So we did this last week with Brad. We had asked him, you know, you know, you know, since his show was very popular in the 90s, we asked him, you know, who did you prefer in the 90s? All right. So both of y'all. All right. So if you had to pick one 90s crush, who would it be? Oh, fuck. There's, <laughs> there's a lot, you know, I crushed hard on a lot. Um, I think probably Jennifer Aniston friends. That was she was pretty hot back <laughs> back in the day in the nineties. Um, I don't remember who else. I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head, but I definitely remember Jennifer Aniston. I remember when Friends first came out. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was fire back then. I mean, yeah. it's not that she's not anymore. She still is, but wow. So, if I had to go and think about the 90s, um, I don't know if... Oh, please be female. Please be female. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have... Don't crush on some dude right now. (laughs) Jennifer Aniston from Friends, every time she would come out in one of those tight little t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Anybody's going to like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that being said, I think they were young in their careers, but I had a big crush on Joshua Jackson and Jake Gyllenhaal. Was that the... Pacey. Yeah. Joshua Pacey. Jackson, was that Dawson's Creek? Yeah, or there what? was. Pacey. But I think that was hey, like... Pacey. Was that early 2000s? <clears throat> yeah, that, that was... Like, I mean, that was I think... Mid-90s. But he was I think it was 90s. Ducks. Yeah. That's been 90s, yeah. So that okay. was 90s. Joshua Jackson, who was the other one? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Who I would still take any day of the week. Yeah, he was Donnie Darko. That was, that's when you got <laughs> Donnie Darko, yeah? Yeah, that's when I fell in love with him. The whole Psycho Bunny thing. Yeah. That's where I went hard. It's funny you said... I did not like the way they show Dawson's Creek ended. That was the most garbage ending of a TV show. What, how did it end? I don't recall. Okay, so it ended basically with Katie Holmes choosing Pacey over Dawson's Creek. 
The whole goddamn show. <laughs> they called they them, talked about. I love how called him Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Whatever. Because you put Katie Holmes picked. Uh, over Dawson's is. Creek. So like the whole goddamn show of Dawson's Creek had always talked about fucking Joey and what what was fucking his name Dawson. Dawson. <laughs> Joey and Dawson. That was what his name. That was a whole fucking show. And like, really, if you think about that, they all slept with everybody. That show was just like a big ass orgy, pretty much. If you really look at that show, I never saw one episode of Dawson's Creek, I so I have. Yeah. You're not the only one. I don't know why Dude. I couldn't get into it. You're not the only one. Dude, when I was a kid, that I was, was like, like the forbidden show. Like, yeah. oh my god, these guys are just oh my really? god. I'm like, if you play that show against some shit that's on TV now, that is rated G compared to like. 16 oh, and pregnant yeah. and shit like that like yeah but that was like the first show that you talked about like a teacher having a relationship with her student oh, i yeah. remember that that was like oh Jeez. my god like damn, those you know those big hardcore southern christians nothing wrong with y'all or anything but they were like oh my god my forbidden show was channel 99 <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to see the blurry that night <laughs> yeah you're trying to see the blurry you know how tv like went off if you didn't have like full cable you had like network tv and you're trying like okay i think i can get a channel right there out of the scramble uh yeah i remember the scramble thing that's yeah. right because i'm 99 i remember i was trying to look yeah that, like, i forgot about that it's like four you can sometimes see a little bit of titty yeah, like, like Around, you know, it's when you see the dude's ass like going back and forth, I'm like, God. I'm like, I can't, I can't get off to this. I'm gonna try, you know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry, guys, we took we took a left turn there. We uh, kind of detoured off. Of, uh, I thought this is what we're gonna talk about the whole time, right? A hard left. Touching titties, right? Touching titties. <laughs> So speaking of touching titties, while we're you know we're on the subject of touching titties, uh, I don't even know why I said that. So okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'm sorry. Oh so you know you know obviously you probably do like a bunch of comic cons and stuff like oh, that. I yeah I mean I you know before this whole thing hit you know yeah I was doing comic con like forty comic cons a year travel all over the world hitting different um, conventions you know, you know as a guest like signing autographs and you know stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah um, so yeah I'm very immersed in the uh, <laughs> comic-con world for sure so to piggyback as Ray like to say on the show normally <laughs> has anyone asked you to touch a titty at the comic-con like or sign what, a titty I, what's uh, the weirdest thing t- you've yeah. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing okay so I mean no one's ever asked me to touch a titty at a con you know like maybe I might have met some really cool people and hung out after but um, <laughs> the, but I did have somebody that like a fan that wanted me to sign his face and then I've done where I've signed other parts of the body like arm and stuff and then people will come back the next day with, with my signature tattooed on their arm so that's not uncommon that's happened yeah, probably wow. in the last 10 years probably 40 times probably that people got <laughs> my signature tattooed how does that make tattooed. you feel <laughs> well you know I mean oh, listen I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I would ever I could ever admire you know someone that I watched on 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 TV or whatever so much so that I would want to get their name tattooed on me but you know, I I get it. I guess you know. I mean, you know, um, one thing I, I do like about Power Rangers is you know, I mean, there's a lot worse things that you could be known for. I guess you know, so um, you know, a lot of times fans will come up and they'll be like, "Yo, you know, you really have no idea how much you impacted me." You know, like 
you know, I went through a rough childhood or I went through, you know, hard times or whatever. And the only like one good bright spot in my day was that, you know, the Power Rangers, you know what I mean? I could watch that show for half an hour and tune out for a while, you know, out of all the other bad stuff that was going on, you know, or, or people will come up and be like, dude, you were the, you were the reason I got into martial arts or you were the reason that I became this or you're the reason I did this or whatever, you know? So to hear that kind of stuff, it's a real blessing and it's humbling. So it's, it didn't shock me that people would get tattoos about it, but I'm not saying I'm bragging on myself or anything, but I just mean like, you know, from the, from what I understand from how much of an impact, you know, this, this show has had on people, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's still, it's all very humbling and it's very cool, but, um, yeah, I mean, the first time somebody asked me to sign something, to get a tattoo, I thought it was a little weird, but yeah. then it happened a whole bunch of other times after that. And I was like, oh, okay. So I don't know. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's. It is humbling. It's humbling. I mean, you know, I would never do it. I mean, like, uh, we were talking earlier before before we started the podcast, like, Superman's my favorite, but I'm not going to get this logo tattooed on my arm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so uh, I just, I don't know. I guess P's out. P is out. I think we're saying bye to We're saying P photographer, you know. Find him at life with two E's through lens on Instagram. Appreciate you like always. Konnichiwa, bitches. Lock the handle lock. Get out, you know. You have to say that. You have to say that on, on the recording, right? Yeah, you have to. Make sure you lock. The door. Uh, you make it seem like we're in an unsafe neighborhood on the show. Right now. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, okay, so you told us that. All right, let's switch gears. Let's go back to Katie here. All right. Ooh. So you said you were on a soap opera. You know what soap opera were you on? Uh, the the one I was on, and I was actually nominated for a daytime Emmy, and what? I have to specify daytime because wow. nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was called Divanity. Uh, and sorry, what was your question? <laughs> Shit, I don't forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, was what was my humbling experience? No, I'm just saying, what I was going to say was, I don't know if I, in my mind, what I was going to ask you was, has anyone, anyone like, oh yeah, I noticed you from uh, that show that is the soap opera or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, actually, that has happened, and certainly not nearly as what Steve's gone through, but yes, it has happened to me before. Um, that people have recognized me from that. Uh, so yeah, that's that is the answer to that. As far as people asking me to autograph anything, from them, <laughs> no, not really. But I did get a fan piece of art once. So my character was, uh, I mean, among other things that you can imagine on a soap opera. I mean, she was paralyzed, but then could walk again. She was a cocaine oh. addict. She was a slut. All these different things. But um, so she was always doing cocaine on the show. Never, <laughs> never, in a, never in a coma though, and came back. Right? No, That's always no. a big soap opera thing. Is like coming back from a coma. Exactly. <laughs> okay, there are sorry. no twins or anything out there. Right. But uh, I did have, and I'm going to shout out to Justin St. Louis, who will probably never listen to this, but I want him to know. <laughs> Maybe he sent He's me. He's a secret fan, possibly. You don't never know. <laughs> I bet, I bet he. I bet he is. Uh, but he made me a box and it was this little gold box my character's name was Bianca Devanity and in Swarovski crystals he had put the initials on this box and it was a little prop for me to hold my cocaine on the show <laughs> <laughs> and I still have that <laughs> that's great I love it but that's um, all I've got so Not you know humbling. our, our uh, mutual just, friend just, just, just who was actually it. on the show last week Brad Hawkins yeah. um, his, his old co-star from the the show that he was on was also a soap opera actress too. Uh, Sarah Brown, do you know Sarah Brown at all? I don't know Sarah, but oh, okay. I'm familiar with. Sarah. Oh, you're familiar yeah. with Sarah. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. 
She's really cool too. I, I don't know. I figured maybe since you guys were in the soap opera world that we maybe Sarah and I used to do cocaine together. There you go. There you go. This is a PSA uh, right now from Mary Rage Podcast. Right. Don't do drugs, uh, kids. Don't we, we do not endorse the use of cocaine or do we just cocaine say no to drugs. <laughs> Scruff McGruff. I made him proud. Yes, me too. Scruff McGruff. Fuck no. We let Dare. all those people down. We let down Scruff McGruff. We let down Dare. We Dare. just fucked all that shit up. Let me make it very clear. I yeah. do not use drugs of any kind nor uh, yeah cocaine is a definite no no so there's you know I well, cocaine is a hell of a drug cocaine is a hell of a drug couch I love that oh my god see this reminds me of like when I was in middle school um, I was an athlete so I was in we cocaine it, reminds me of middle school it does <laughs> no no I was in this group it's called FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes right okay we had pledged ourselves to be accountable with people like not have sex remember the first time I had sex I was like wait I said I wasn't gonna do this <laughs> this isn't bad yeah how's this bad Right. Oh my. I just I let all those groups down. Like growing up, like yeah. Yep. And it's just funny, like those shows in the nineties. They always had a message, like TGIF, like all the shows, like don't bully and don't carry guns. And I do like all the shit now as an adult. (laughs) They told us not to do. Oh yeah, we had all those messages for our show. Every single show was like always a message, you know. Right. Well, yeah. Like once his name stole that uh, stereo system in Family Matters. <laughs> no, he, he, bought, no, he bought. Yeah, he bought a hot, hot stereo. He had a hot stereo system. <laughs> Son, you can't. <laughs> Son, bring it back now. Wow. And what was the moral of that story? You can get hot shit a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bye. <laughs> That is the message. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did y'all ever watch any like heavily of those like those TGIF? Like, what was that lineup? You had like Step by Step, Family Matters, Family Matters, Full House, all the shows with the great theme songs. Basically, that's what I call them. Like, um, what else? You had uh, well, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was my shit. I like that, (laughs) and also um, I did watch Family Matters too. That was cool, but um, Full House. I I didn't watch all of them, but I watched some of them. Um, I don't remember what I. Dude, they had yeah. some of the weirdest catchphrases like "cut it out." What was it, oh, Joey? Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Like watching this shit as an adult, you're like, yeah. I love this shit, but this is the dumbest shit. Yeah, well, so I go. They, they thought it was worth a reboot. So they, I kind of watched it. I'm not gonna lie, I watched Did it. You? I mean, I, I watched I like two or three episodes, I it, whatever. <laughs> but like, what really threw me off was Bob Saget in real life. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Versus what was that his movie? character. Yeah. yeah. Where he said. Have you ever sucked dick for coke? What was that movie that he was in? <laughs> oh, it was with Dave Chappelle, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, probably. I know one of the listeners out there knows what I'm it talking about. It must be. Maybe it was oh like half baked or something. I, I think it was yeah. half baked, actually. Yeah, I think so. Dude, what was sounds his character's name? I can't even his character's name before Hal. What's his character's What is his fucking character? Danny. Danny Tanner, right? Yep. I'm like, this isn't Danny Tanner. <laughs> this isn't Danny Tanner. Like, he said some shit. Like, I remember one time he made a joke about, like, having sex with Kimmy Gibbler or some shit I'm like oh my god like, this, is, this is awful like he, I thought you were ske- squeaky clean clean the house right. up mm-hmm. do good dad Danny Tanner no nope I was wrong and I'm pretty oh, sure I'm pretty sure you've come across that you know being in the industry you there's somebody that has this image and you think that that's them yeah I mean they're all like that what do you mean like oh, somebody no 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 I mean <laughs> no I I mean I've met 
a lot of people that yeah are definitely not like the character <laughs> that you <laughs> see you know yeah um but that's you know that's that is i mean i think actors are no less devious than anybody else but yeah. you know you only have one perception of them which right. you see inside <laughs> that box and then you know, you meet them and they're just, when you realize they're just like normal people and have all the same kind of weird shit that everybody else does. And <laughs> But somehow that's shocking to you, you know, because yeah. you have like this perceived value of them. So right. that's always like a, a hard thing sometimes to overcome. Um, you have know. you encountered that personally with any of your fans who were disappointed by something? I know that's a weird question. Hold on one second yeah. before we do that. It's the time of the day where Ray... Pour it up, pour it up. Pour it up to Ray. <laughs> oh, Ray <laughs> Kavaka. <laughs> Throwing a shout out to Rayka Vodka right now if you're listening to, you know. We need to sponsor. Rayka Vodka. I love it, dude. I love it. Yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to Rayka. Rayka. So, uh, I don't know. What was I saying? Oh, Oh, has anybody, and this is a negative question, but it's just interesting because obviously you are such an influence on a generation, really. And people expect a certain persona from you that when you meet your fans, yeah. that kind of encounter. Have you had somebody who? Oh was yeah. Oh, there's a lot of times. I mean, you just something. can't ever please everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? But a lot of times, you know, they won't. They won't. They'll wait till they get back on social media to to Say talk something. shit about you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I meet fans all the time, and then and then you know, and then f- finally all of a sudden I, I see something on Twitter. Oh yeah, I met that guy. He's an asshole. You know what I mean? Although. You know, who knows who it was or what the circumstance was or anything, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I might not have just made eye contact with the person enough or something because I, you know, had two or three people around me. And so I'm signing stuff and I'm talking to everybody and maybe he got slighted or something, you know, and it wasn't even intentional. But, you know, it doesn't matter. People have, like, a perception about you and if they... If you don't live up to that in any way, you know, they're going to go on social media and be like, oh, this guy's this or this guy's that, you know. But for the most part, you know, everybody seems well, to imagine. have a pleasant experience, you know. So, But you can't please everybody. So I just I try not to let it get to me in any way because I know for a fact that there's not anybody that I was like straight up like rude to unless they were straight up rude to me first, you know? Yeah. So I, mean, I can imagine case, whatever. I, mean, I can imagine you trying to, you know, hanging out with your family, just eating. You know, trying to have a peaceful dinner, and and then somebody, you know, is trying to work up the courage. You see people around you; they want to say something to you or to interrupt you while you're eating. And yeah. I mean, does that happen? I mean, it, it it happens, but like for me, it's like it's not like it happens all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, when I'm at the conventions, I'm it's there, it's full on. It's, it's you know, hour after, you know, for a whole weekend, I'm you know, surrounded, bombarded with people and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm answering fans' questions and everything like that. But usually when I'm like go out like to a bar or something, maybe it happened, you know, once every two weeks or something. But like, mm-hmm. hey, aren't you a Rocky from Power Rangers or whatever? Like, I grew up with you, man. Can I get a picture? No problem. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It doesn't bother me at all. You know, like it's those times that if you diss somebody like that, that's when it looks bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I just, I mean, I've just never, that, I've never been that way anyway, you know, because Without, mm-hmm. without those guys you're nothing like yeah. with, without them you know what I mean so it's like if you can't embrace that and be cool with it you know right like, because it's like oh my god you're so inconvenienced because this mm-hmm. guy wanted to take a picture while you happen to be eating like yeah, you know like whatever it's like wait, wait till that stops and nobody wants that from exactly. you anymore and then you'll be wishing that you fucking had that you know so I you know for I, I, believe me I, I, I do comic cons with 
all kinds of actors from all different kinds of TV shows. And sometimes they'll be at these conventions and they're so mean to their fans sometimes, you know, because they yeah. just don't want to be there, yeah. you know, like so inconvenienced. And I'm like, why did you come then? You know, like what, you know, it's like, you know, if this is the time that fans want to meet you and, right. you know, and like, it's not like it's a bad thing. You know, you sit at a table all day and you sign autographs and people come up and tell you how awesome you are and give you money. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you like, yeah. can't be cool with that. Like it's the easiest gig in the world, you know? I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> so, this sounds a little, I mean, we might be going too deep here. It's so early, but <laughs> you were how old when you started? So, um, on the Power yeah, so actually, um, I grew up here, I grew up in Texas and I was living in San Antonio and then I had just moved to Dallas. Um, and, and I was 20 here, years, 20 years old at the time. This was 1994. And I randomly heard this commercial come on the radio that said, you know, Power Rangers had already been on for a year at this point. So they were looking to augment the cast. And um, they said, we're looking for new Power Rangers. If you know how to do martial arts or gymnastics, then come on down to the local TV station at Katie Studios and uh, and come try out. And I said, this, this Saturday, from this time to this time. And I was like, I know how to do martial arts and gymnastics because I've been you know, doing martial arts and gymnastics since I was like 12 years old. So I just said, fuck it, I'll go give a shot. Wow. <laughs> Never knowing what to expect or anything like that. But uh, when I got down to the parking lot at KD Studios, uh, that was like 5,000 people in the parking lot. And I was like, Jesus. oh, man. Yeah. I was like saying to myself, oh, yeah, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to get it, you know. And, you know, and it was it was literally like American Idol. If you yeah. want to liken it to anything at all, like imagine like when you when you see all those people waiting out in yeah. the in the line and waiting to get in to get to the room where you're in the waiting room and then and then you go in to see the three judges like that's exactly how it was. We we're really waiting outside in the parking lot forever until they got like thirty people and they bring us into this room and then they give us like thirty seconds to show us what we know how to do, you know. And the three casting directors were like the three judges from American Idol, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so then they go, okay, great. They gave us a ticket to, okay, you got a call back for later today, and then so they had us hang out and wait so we could do another a second audition, but this time on video, so they could take it and show it to the producers, and uh, so that's what we did. We we did, and I did my routine again, my like martial arts stuff. I showed them, put it on video. And then, like, two days later, they called me back, and they were like, hey, we liked your audition. The producers in California saw it. We want to fly you to California to meet the wow. producers. And I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. They said, that was yeah, your first ever that was audition? A, yeah. I had no aspirations to be an actor or anything like that. I mean, you know, it's like growing up in Texas and yeah. in the 90s, you know. I mean, in San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio and Dallas. Like, there's not really, like, you know... You just don't ever think that to be in your in your in you know in the cards for you. You know yes. what I mean? Because you're not in L.A. or New York, and you know. And at the same time, you know, I I had I took drama in high school, but it was like my first period class. It was like the one I caught caught up on sleep. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, so it wasn't like anything I took seriously in in any fashion. So well, that being said, being 20 years old, and I'm sure we can all think back when we were 20. None of us were really expecting to become role models for anybody necessarily. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what, how did that impact your life? Because you pretty much went overnight into becoming something that a young population is looking up to, and that is surfaced for centuries, centuries, decades right. at this point. How has that changed you? Well, 
Um, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's certain things you just can't prepare for. And when it comes to that, you know what I mean? Being thrust into that kind of thing. But as far as like the work went and stuff, you know, I mean, I, I was already, I was always kind of a disciplined kid, you know? Um, I got into martial arts because, you know, I didn't have, I was getting like, as a young, young kid, I was getting bullied all the time. You know, I didn't have good social skills or a lot of confidence, and I tried to make friends, and I couldn't, you know, and yeah. I ended up getting beat up a lot. And uh, so when I, I, I didn't have the money to pay for martial arts, my parents didn't have any money. And so there was a karate school right down the street, and I went to the instructor when I was 12 years old, and I said, I don't have money, but I could be the janitor of your school, you know, I like clean the windows and sweep the floors and everything like that in order to pay for lessons. And I thought for sure... The guy would say no, you know, um, but he didn't, you know, he said wow. yes. And so I immediately saw a value in something because, I, you know, I had to work for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, my parents paid for it. And I you know I got into an after school activity and I got tired of it and quit, you know, like I was obsessed with it and I wanted to, to learn it. So I took it seriously. Um, so there was a lot of discipline, you know, um, so your question was like how do i how did i handle that i mean my training that i had had for martial arts kind of brought me up that and i was able to find a balance as i got a little older of like you know still partying and hanging out with my friends and stuff Mm -hmm. but at the same time like i never slacked on my train you know um and so then i kind of took that discipline over into you know into the working world you know in the acting world and stuff and so I did take it seriously in that sense. But I also still knew how to play hard, too. You know, <laughs> I knew that I, I had to balance there. But I never let, you know, my vices and my play, like, interfere with, like, what I needed to do. You know, like, you had to be up at, like, 5 a.m. every day. And, you know, and you work for 12 hours a day filming and stuff like that. And I definitely never, you know, never missed any of that. I never, like, you know, m- missed a day of work or something, you know, because I was too hungover or something. but the thing that they can't prepare you for is like the fandom and like the touring and like all the stuff you got to do promotionally to outside of like the work that you were doing so not and not only were they working us like a dog but then after (laughs) that we'd have to go on tours and stuff you know and uh so that to me was like crazy and that was that was just for mighty morphin power rangers that was just for for mighty morphin power rangers and the movie well the movie yeah the movie was a whole whole nother thing when I got hired, they were like, okay, congratulations, you're one of the new Power Rangers. Oh, and by the way, you know, you're going to film for a month and a half. Um, you, you can't go home, by the way. So you need to have your clothes mailed here. So I had to have my clothes thrown in a box and shipped to L.A. from Dallas. And I never never came back here. You know, I never came back here. Um, and then they were like, we're going to start filming for like a month and a half so we can get some episodes in the can. And then we're all shutting production down, going to Australia to do the movie. And I was like... Imagine hearing that. It was like one wow. one night, one day you're like teaching karate to kids at a karate school in Dallas, and four days later you're on the number one kids show in the world, and you're going to do a movie. Like you can't believe how your life changes, like and how it changed just like that. So that was crazy and just super unexpected. So, question: I got a, I got a question for, on the business side of that. Okay, so evidently, you know, you had a contract for the TV show. Was it a whole separate contract you had to do for? the movie side of that or was that a different pay or additional yes. pay or? were they union or non-union no it was non-union yeah, yeah the movie back, and the show so yeah so that's the reason that we filmed the movie in australia because 
um, 20th Century Fox was the one who distributed the movie, and they were the ones that produced the movie, and they wanted to pay all the Power Rangers a million each for the for the film. And we were making six, like after taxes, we were making like $600 an episode on the show, which because it was non-union. Like they're paying us like a thousand bucks. It was just like nothing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so after taxes, like $600. Living in LA, even in the 90s, that was not yeah. a lot of money. You know yeah. what I mean? But what are you going to do? You're, gonna, yeah. you're not going to turn it down. You're going to take the part because you want to be on TV, you know? So they knew they had us. That's why they came. That's why they went looking other places and not California because they wanted to find people that would like sign a deal like that, a shit deal like that, you know. Um, and so the movie was a little bit different. Um, they paid us a bit more, but it was certainly nowhere near the million they wanted to pay us because you know the producers of the show were like, "You cannot pay them that because if you pay them that, then they're never going to come back to our show," you know. You know, so. Uh, that was no. that was unfortunate. They really tried hard to keep us down, you know. Damn. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's bittersweet in that sense because it was like it gave me all kinds of great opportunity and it gave exposed me to something that I had never experienced before. So that was cool, but at the same time, it was like I wasn't making much more than I was already making, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, that was a little bit of a sting, but it is what it is. So let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Oh, we're getting personal already. Well, yeah. well were... don't sit so far away then. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm hey kidding. I'm kidding. I'm hey kidding. there. Uh, yeah. We should all remind the listeners we're at least six feet distanced in this room. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we are social distance. Well, we're, I mean, we might be like five feet away from each other. It seemed like there were, uh, I guess I can use the word rumors of why you discontinued your time on the show whether it was an injury whether it was con- contracts what what is the truth that right. you'd like to share and like clean the slate and I, i'm sure you've done this before but for our listeners yeah sure yeah i mean a, a lot of people because in in the second movie that we did which was power rangers turbo um i was set to be in the entire movie and set to do the final the, that 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 fourth or that fifth season, which was Power Rangers Turbo, which was like a whole other storyline, um, and you know, they had kept us like at this same pay for so long, you know, and after we had already done you know the the show, and because it was a show that came on every day, we were filming like crazy, you know, we'd mm-hmm. film like two three episodes in a week when normally it takes like two weeks or so to film an episode most other shows Mm. so um you know we i i mean i'd only been on the show for like three years and we'd already done 125 episodes so after 125 episodes i'm like okay come on guys like I think it's time where's, like to pay where's the money more. yeah and yeah. they were like show me, me the, the money, money. you know show me the money jerry right <laughs> show me the money but yeah no they didn't they, they didn't want to pay so i just said you know, one of the things that I did do was after I got the movie money, I took that movie money and I opened up my own martial arts studio. Mm. So I had a fallback. You know, I never opened up a martial arts studio. It'd been going good for been going good for a year, year and a half or so, and you know, it was making me money. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, I was prepared to walk away if they didn't want to give me the you know the show Mm. and so um i told him i was like you know i think we need to get you know it's the last season anyway you know some of the other actors that were on the show had been there longer and they were getting paid a little bit more i said look 
you're at after this next season and after this movie, you're getting rid of the whole entire cast anyway and starting with a whole different cast. So why can't we just all get paid the same for this one last year? It's probably going to be the last thing we're ever going to do that be this famous, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, no. And I was like, all right, well, then in that case, there's, you know, I don't think I want to stay anymore, you know? Yeah. So they said, okay, well, if you want to leave, that's fine, because I was under contract. So they were going to let me out of my contract. But they said, but we need to write you out. So the way that they wrote me out was, you know, my character got hurt in the movie and like broke my back or whatever and had to go to the hospital or whatever and that was how they wrote me out of the script but people thought that it was real like they thought I really injured myself but no I never got hurt on the show ever uh, thankfully you know some people did but I, I never did and uh, so p- people come up to me all the time and be like hey how's your back and I'm like that's not where <laughs> that didn't really happen yeah. that was in the script you know and then if they sit there and think about it they're like oh yeah I guess <laughs> I don't think they would really film you getting hurt yes. well and just to clarify for the ray ray podcast listeners since i know we're talking a lot about finances and i don't want to make it sound like heartless like this is why we do the passion projects that we do there are unions that are created to protect actors like right. sag after and yep. they're in place so that companies can't take advantage of actors who are mm. there just to do what they're passionate about like what steve's talking right. about so to defend yourself in that way, right? Know, well, yeah, back in the, and it, it, yeah, I just want to explain that. It so wasn't people don't think it's about because, money. yeah, it, it right, it wasn't about money. It was like, but I mean, it's like You're everybody taking else. Advantage. Yeah, everybody else that was, you know, in our position on a number one television show, were easily making, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars an episode, you know. Um, you know, and like I said, we were on the number one kids show in the world, not only just like in the United States, but we were in like a hundred countries at that point, you know, I mean, we were everywhere, you know, and the licensing alone off all the toys they made, they made over $900 million the first year. Did you get any of that? No, not at, no, nothing. And we couldn't even audition until we signed the contract. (laughs) We couldn't even audition until we signed the contract that said we wouldn't get any of that stuff. So we couldn't even audition. Until we sign that, let alone like, you know, usually you, you get the part and then they bring you a contract and you and you sign it. It was the other way around because they knew, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we didn't get any of that. So I'm like, hey, look, you know, it's not like you guys are breaking your bank to pay us, you know, like, you know, a, a, a few thousand dollars more an episode, you know, kind of thing. And they didn't want to do it. So that's when I was just like, you know, it's Prince because... Back then, California was a right-to-work state, so they could have non-union stuff shot there. Now they don't. Um, but that's the reason that we filmed the movie in Australia was because you can't do a big production movie, you know, in in, in the, it, you know through through 20th Century Fox if it's not union. So mm. unless you leave the country, so they moved it to Australia so they didn't have to pay us wow. again. Yeah. And then um, and then eventually, when the unions finally did make the show union, this was after I was already gone off the show. Um, they didn't want to do that, so they moved the whole entire show. Now even the television show is filmed in New Zealand, so they don't have to Damn. pay the unions. Jesus. So uh, my <laughs> yeah. whole childhood is just crushed. <laughs> whole childhood. So I got a, I got a couple of things on it that. Doesn't, it, doesn't take away from, it, doesn't, <laughs> no. it doesn't take away from the show, and it shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I'm, maybe I'm being a little salty and a little bit jaded about things. You know what I mean? But it's like, at the end of the day, no matter what, 
whatever happened there, like I wouldn't have gotten the, this, I wouldn't have had all the other opportunities that I have in my life if that didn't, if that hadn't happened. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'll forever be grateful to them, no matter what the circumstances were, because hey, I took the deal, and so would anybody else. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I, uh, yeah. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and like bash them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm forever grateful for that opportunity and, and everything that it presented for me afterwards. So a uh, cu- couple things real quick I want to uh, kind of you had mentioned some things I kind of want to go back to um, and it's funny the last statement you had just said that's kind of my feelings for a job where I met Katie me and her worked for a company and mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be a great just great opportunity it turned out really really thought it was going to be great we really really <laughs> thought it was going to be amazing and and yeah. really didn't turn out to be great at really didn't turn out to be great at all but and my mind said now, like, hey, I'm thankful for that opportunity because I wouldn't have met Katie. Right, right. Some other people that became really good friends, I wouldn't have met those people. So that's why I'm like, you know what? I understand what you're, what you're saying for that. But well, let's, it speaks out very highly to your character. Yeah, very much so. Very Dang. much so. Yeah, thanks. Uh, but let's, let's go back a little bit, okay? So you talked about, you know, you did your auditions here in Dallas, correct? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, if you remember, I don't know if y'all remember the show. I remember the show like it was yesterday. <laughs> They had three people. They had three people go away, and they had three people, you know, take spots. So this is kind of kind of like a two part thing, all right? So were all three of y'all cast out of Dallas, or was it from different places? Or yeah, that's a good question. Um, so they were holding simultaneous um, auditions around the nation. You know what I mean? Like they needed to spill this spot quick. Fill this spot quick. Because the three original members of the show had left. And again, it was because of money. contract issues yeah, and yeah. money and stuff. And they didn't want to pay them either. So yeah. they kind of were like, okay, we're going to call your bluff. We're on, we're on, everybody knows and loves us. What are you going to do if we walk? <laughs> they yeah. said, bye. Wow. And then they said they shut production wow. down and went all around the country and started holding auditions. So that's how I got the part in the first place mm-hmm. was because of that. Um so yeah, but what they did was they held they held um, cattle call auditions in Dallas, New York, Florida, a couple other places I can't remember, maybe Chicago, I don't remember. But um, and then what they did was they just narrowed it down, mm-hmm. and they narrowed it down to three people from from each city, like three people from Dallas, three people from New York, three people from Florida, blah blah blah, wherever they got them from, and then they flew them all in at the same time mm-hmm. to to do that second audition um, in California. And so we all auditioned in front of each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, All the 12 people they picked out of all the thousands from each city they picked, you know? So it was like 5,000 people that I beat out in Dallas, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. that was really, you know, 5, 10, 15, probably 20,000 people that auditioned for this thing across the nation, you know? Um, Because the reason why I asked it, because I saw, because I know, uh, was her name Karen Ashley? Yeah, and be the Yellow Ranger. I know she's from yeah Dallas, well, and so is Johnny Young Bosch, the Black Ranger, the one who took over for the Black Ranger too. Um, we all came from Dallas. He, da- okay. Johnny lived in Garland. Karen lived in Dallas as well. So that's why, yeah, that's, yeah. We yeah. all have it. Just, but I think that has to come. I think that comes down to the 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 main casting director. Her name is Katie Wallen. Mm-hmm. Katie Wallen happened to be in Dallas and everyone else that were one of her like lower rank people, that's the ones that she sent out to the other cities. And I don't think they brought her what she, Saban was looking for, mm-hmm. you know. Saban, the show, they were looking for a certain type of group of people 
and those other casting directors didn't bring the right people. So Katie Wallen really knew more what they wanted. And so I just we we just got lucky that mm-hmm. we happened to be in the city that she was mm-hmm. in because I would imagine that who knows? I mean, I might not have even got an opportunity. You know, some casting director might, from somebody else might not have even looked at me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The right way. So in that sense, I feel like. Um, you know, I was lucky that she was she was there. So, but yeah, it happens. So happens that all three of us came from Dallas. So, uh, was there ever any animosity between you know you guys? At, you know, the new additions versus the people that left was every time. Because I know I'm pretty sure y'all see each other at Comic Cons and right, things yeah. of that nature. No, yeah. I mean, you know, we met that we met them even though they had left the show. We met them long after that because like they were still friends with the other castmates mm-hmm. and and you know some bunch of people like you know we're all roommates and they live together and stuff and. You know, we'd go to their house parties and stuff. Well, I've been friends with them since the '90s, even though they, we never filmed they, that group yeah. and I never filmed together at that time. Um, no, there was no animosity. They made their they made their choice, and you know, either way, even if that was the case, you know, it, w- it wasn't our fault. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. they, you know, so they never they never felt ill toward ill will toward us, and you know, and now we travel around to the comic conventions all the time, and we're quite closer now than ever. So. Oh wow, that's a. That's Are you doing another uh, Ray break? Absolutely. I'm just trying to finish my water for. I need. Mean, I need to hydrate yeah. a little bit first. Sir, this is a and Sunday then I'll fun probably, day. Then we'll probably have to step my game up a little yeah, bit. You know, we're Sunday fun day. And this and Memorial Day up. weekend. Yeah, you know, twist up you know, a little bit. We so, get loose. Get so, loose off this juice we got going on right now. So post um, Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you went straight to you opened the karate. Uh, uh, studio, right? Yeah, I opened up a studio while I was still filming, and so I would like film for like twelve hours and then mm. go and teach classes after too. Oh wow! Yeah. And where was the studio here or in Dallas? No, that, LA, was in, that was in LA. LA. In LA. LA. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, as far as like other uh, gigs, was there anything else that maybe was presented to you or offered to you that you kind of regret? Oh, that, that's, that's that one famous question that they always ask actors: Is, is there one opportunity that you had? After the Power Rangers that you kind of like maybe passed up on and well I'm, I honestly I I, I, pa- I passed up on everything uh-huh. you know I didn't even go audition or anything uh-huh. like after I left Power Rangers you know I I was kind of bitter about it yeah, in a sense the and, and I was already like running a martial arts studio and it was it was what I was going to do before I got on Power Rangers anyway. Mm-hmm. And I had no illusions that I was like this really good actor or anything. I mean, they didn't hire <laughs> us for our acting skills, that's for sure. And to this day, I don't claim to be any kind of they a good actor. They hired him for his ruggish good looks. <laughs> yeah, well, back then. Um, maybe, if you right, Google, so why the fuck you lying? <laughs> why you always lying? Joking, He's identified as a '90s heartthrob, and that Uh-oh. is a Googleable. Thing. Googleable, well, yeah. Googleable. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Keyword of the day. Oh yeah, I, they, they, they were a couple of Teen Beat magazines. I remember that shit. Teen Beat, ladies. <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. No, so, that's okay. <laughs> so real quick, while I'm thinking about this, uh, shout out real quick to Brad Hawkins. So Brad Hawkins was telling us a story last week about how he was originally cast to be the new White Power Ranger, mm-hmm. but things happened. You know, they was like, oh, Jason David Frank was too valuable to lose. Yep, to the show. So, when did you meet Brad? Because I know everyone doesn't know out there. We are all really good friends. Mm-hmm. When did you meet Brad? Was it during his auditions to be the White Ranger, or how was it no. afterwards? Or it was after. It was after. So, um, so 
Brad. So Brad had his show VR Troopers, and it was already in production, already filming. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have even been in like going into their second season okay. when I came on when I came on the show. So when I entered into the show, the first day that we got on set, they gave us a tour of the whole entire lot where we were filming, mm-hmm. um, and that basically that whole lot was owned by Saban. We had um, Power Rangers. Um, the next lot over was VR Troopers. The next lot over that was another one later that would become Beetleborgs. And, and uh, I, I don't remember. know if you remember that one. I or remember. Not. Big Bad Beetleborgs. And, mm-hmm. the, and, right, yeah. and behind <laughs> them was Sweet Valley High. Um, so with Sweet the, Valley High. Yeah, Sweet Valley High was also yeah. another Saban show as well. It was with about two twins. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the TV show? And you remember the books and more stuff? more geared for the ladies. Yes, right. That was for the little <laughs> girls. Yeah, exactly. Little girls. So, so we were all on the same lot together, and so I when I get introduced to everybody, and then you know we all became instant. So the first, so after I got on set and took the tour of the Power Rangers set, we went right to VR Trooper set, and that's when I met Brad and Sarah Brown, and and uh, also Mike Bacon, the the three people that were the main cast of that show, and just in small talk, you know, I start talking, and you know, I'm like, where, where are you from? And I'm, I'm from Dallas. I go, I just fucking moved here from Dallas, you know, and they're like, hey, but oh shit, so. We really hit it off like straight away, like from 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 Dallas. Like you, I'm mean, yeah. like you had me at Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Dallas, and uh, yeah, I mean it was cool because I didn't I didn't know anybody really, you know. And so you know, Brad kind of took me under his wing a little bit. He'd already been in L.A. for a while. He had friends, okay. so you know, so we were doing the same old shit back then that we do now, you know. Uh, still hanging, you know. So that was that's cool, but yeah, I've known Brad for a long. But that's how I met Brad because he his 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 set was right next to ours really really good dude Mm -hmm. really 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 good dude really good guy you know like you you know there's sometimes people you meet people and you're like man that dude is like so nice like there's gotta be something you know like there's gotta be another side to him but it's really not you know like he's he's like legit yeah he's legit so ray rock i got a question for you nigga did you switch my chair Cause this chair I'm in is squeaking and shit. They just switched my chair. I just, no, that that I know, is the chair got, I was here when I got here. It got so quiet. Like, can you just switch my chair? I know it's so quiet. You can hear the chair squeak. I know. Like, can you switch? <laughs> no, I didn't switch nothing. Oh when my I walked God. in, when I walked in here today, this is the chairs that were here. Cause I move a lot. I don't know if you know. Do you want to switch chairs right now? No, no. I just thought you switched <laughs> my chair. No, we can switch chairs right back. Because normally the chair he switch, switch sits in is like the squeaky. Is this one? And, I, and I've learned how to sit very still for the whole entire conversation. <laughs> I can't sit still. Because of that chair is so squeaky. <laughs> but we, we, you want to switch? We can switch. No, we're good. I, 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 I just thought squeaky like, sound's going to be playing for the rest of the shit. I, I was like, I thought he'd uh, pull the okie doke on me. Like, oh, nigga, I'm taking this nigga chair real quick. <laughs> Damn, bro, you cut me, bro. I cut you on a chair. I thought I cut you on a It could have been worse. You could have, like, pulled it out from under you as you're about to sit down. That would have yeah. been <laughs> That's that high school shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We are. Uh, Three minutes so, arguing about a chair. Hey, some things are fundamental and important on this show. We can That's switch. my damn chair. We can switch. I'm chuckling. We're good. <laughs> okay. You see this? I'm the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> 
let's get back to Steve and Katie. I'm so, sorry. Yes, let's sorry. hear about Katie, please. Sorry, sorry, Katie, 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 Katie. Guys, you're not seeing this. This girl is beautiful, though. I'm not going to lie. Steve. I know I'm right. I got a straight. Yeah, I know. I can't. I have to turn my head. There's been times where I'm looking at those eyes, and I'm just like. I know. She has. That's the first thing. That's one of the first things I noticed. Was her eyes like man? This girl's got like some really pretty ass eyes. Those like teeth, like jeez, fire. I don't fire. know if it's the men in the room or that smooth rake of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'm convinced. I, 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 I can't be not. I can't not be on the show and not have some vodka. So yeah, it's, it's, it's ready to. It's ready. Okay. Up. So here turn up. up. Turn up. up. Turn up. So you've done bartending. Did I hear that? I have done I that, or, or, Like most people. Do we are, at least have ice? No. Oh, no. Oh, shit. We're, 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 low budget. Budget. we're not sure how low budget this show is. Hey! Hey! We could just use red hey. cold no. juice. Right. So the drink is going commando. Okay, got it. I'm going commando. All right. I, I apologize. Like we can't afford it. You got a raw dog it. You got a raw dog it right now. We can't sure. afford it. What kind of Mickey Mouse operation y'all running here, man? Come on, God. Man, y'all know that 20 thing of match. You got no ham, no burger. You got, you got milk, you got cookies, no milk, you got cereal, no Kool, you got Kool-Aid, no sugar, you got vodka, no ice, damn! Oh my god. Oh my it's god. Sunday, you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. God, that's strong. Oh, <laughs> no, man. We're about oh, to have fun the rest of this day. So, uh, uh, wait. So, damn, girl. You, okay, so Katie just poured my drink on my Katie. You don't have to get me drunk I'm to trying, take advantage of me, sister, all right? I'm trying to get him drunk. Please. You're trying to get him drunk. <laughs> no, that's I'm that bartender's trick. Jesus. That's, that's that bartender's trick. You always get yes. that first shot, that yeah. first drink. For strong. our 30s babies out there, they wouldn't like it if I didn't try. So, for all the women out there, I am pushing for you, ladies. Oh, uh, so, uh, <laughs> We'll talk about that in just a second, but uh, <laughs> on the way over here, Katie had an interesting question. Oh, I do. She wants to ask you, and I was We're like, "Oh gears my god, heavy. Yeah. it's about to get fast and furious." <laughs> no Vin Diesel in this bitch, but uh, okay. fast and furious on the show. So, Katie, I mean, we're all drinking here. We're drinking, friends. yeah. And just out of curiosity, and be honest, I'll try. <laughs> have you ever had? an intimate encounter where someone requested that you wear the outfit? I get those requests like probably like 15 times a year. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, idiot, it zips from the back. What do you want me to do? (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) do? But they think they're so clever. They're like, oh, hey, would you wear the suit for me? LOL. And I'm like, Okay, that's the fourth time I've already heard that this year already. I'm like, it zips from the back. What am I gonna? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna get to anything? But LOL, Steve, will you wear the suit for me? <laughs> for you, I might have to. I'm not gonna fucking shit. lie. You know, dust it off. Yeah, <laughs> mothballs and shit is covering that shit in the closet. You got it in the closet, hang it up, don't you? He's gotta slide it through. Okay, I know. I got it like Bar- no, like Bar Simpson, you have all the same like thirty oranges <laughs> suits just hanging. Oh yeah. Speaking of that suit. I'm assuming you had to, what, ADR all of your lines? Yes. How big of a pain in the ass was that? 
Well, uh, not because I guess they can't uh, see your mouth. Turn. Turn. So, so for us non-actors, ADR automated dialogue replacement. Um, oh, so the show okay. was a was a Japanese show first. You know what I mean. Okay. So a lot of the footage from the show um, was you know all Japanese footage, and but they but they had helmets on, so you couldn't see their mouths moving anyway. So it was real easy to just dub that stuff over in in English and and you know yeah. keep that same footage. Um, that was part of the show's charm, really, you know, was this, like, kooky Japanese, you know, footage with all these, like, big monster robots smashing fake buildings, you know, very Godzilla, very Godzilla-y type thing, um, you know, but that was that Japanese formula, and it worked, you know, here, too, you know, but they just intercut the Japanese people that were on the show with American kids, and made us look like high school kids and then whenever there was trouble, they would morph up and change into suits, but all of that stuff where you would see their you know, heads moving and then, you know, doing their poses and everything, you know, we'd have to go in and, and dub all that and voice all that stuff over in the recording studio, which they didn't pay us extra for. And we, <laughs> you know, we'd have to go do it after a 12 hour day. Yeah. So sometimes we'd work like 14 hours a day filming and then going and doing voiceover stuff. So let me just <clears throat> let the audience know. It's one thing when you're doing ADR, as we've all learned at this point, um, when you're matching words as a mouth is moving, but I want to think about this from a whole different perspective. You're acting with essentially really no words. I mean, I guess you guys are saying the lines behind your helmet so you know where you are, or is it just kind of like we're going <clears> to <throat> shoot an action shot and then we'll just kind of piece it together later? Yeah, well, I mean, a, lo- a lot of times, and this is a, this wasn't because we didn't know how to do this stuff, but a lot of times whenever the helmet was on, if it wasn't already Japanese footage, if we had to recreate the footage that we needed... It was a Japanese stunt crew that was that was part of our team that oh, was so there all the time. So anytime the helmet was on, they were never really. It wasn't really usually very often us in there. Really? So you weren't yeah. necessarily doing your own stunts. So even though you're we were. To. We, you know, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, well, we did a lot of plain clothes fight scenes where it was like, hey, we'd be walking home from school, we got a backpack on, all of a sudden here come the monsters, and we don't have time to morph yet because it takes. Play patrol. It takes. Yeah, patrol. So they would allow us to do. We, we would do some plain close fight scenes and then when it got too hairy then we'd have to suit up you know and then that's when it's morphing time it's morphing time exactly and then we'd have to uh then that's when the, the stunt the stunt guys were always Jeez, doing that been stuff the original all the time. Black Ranger. That should have been, <laughs> been perfect for the Black Ranger. Like, if they did a modern day version of Power Rangers for the movie, like you want like a hood ass black dude. <laughs> Oh, it's a boy. I can, yeah. I can play this shit one time. More fun oh, with bitch. a heart of gold. Shit. More fun, right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be like, uh, what was it? You'd be dabbing and shit, you know, like, oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> man, taking modern day, like, dance moves and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Well, well, yeah, but the, but, the, the Black Ranger was cool, man. He came yeah, up yeah, with that hip hop keto, man. That hip hop keto. Oh, that shit my was legit. God. Remember? So yeah. I heard him. Yeah. When he did that, that commercial. The commercial. I said, this is whack, bro. I said, he's like, we can go. Go, bro. <laughs> Walking across a basketball court, yeah. and the dude who played basketball was talking trash to him for no reason. Oh, you want to go? We can go. Do you think they're gonna fight? But I'm not gonna fight. They start. Right. Oh my god, that shit is the most hilarious. It was so cheesy. Oh my god, man, yeah, that's a fucking whack. You know how you yeah. talk in the '90s, man? That is whack. I'm not down with that, bro. Like, I'm not down with that. I'll tell you what, that Walter Jones, he's a phenomenal dancer. Like, oh no, I mean, no, like, yeah. like if you guys ever get the chance, Google up 
Walter Jones salsa champion and watch this motherfucker <laughs> go like you you it'll blow your mind how good this guy is at salsa like I don't even think they would let him on Dancing with the Stars because he was like wow like he's check it out if you ever yeah. watch YouTube Walter Jones Black Ranger salsa champion make sure you put that in there and you'll see him do his routine like I was blown away that how good that guy no was. yeah, yeah I, you know him. he is an amazing dancer but I've yeah. seen him also in like in a bunch of since Power Rangers. I've seen him like around that time. I saw him in a bunch of different shows. Like mm-hmm. he would always have like commercials yeah. mm-hmm. or guest mm-hmm. appearances on shows. Yeah. So like, I guess Power Rangers did good for him. Yeah, um, Power. I mean, for some of the some of the actors, you know, that were willing to like put in on the time and do the auditions and stuff. But for me, it was like I just didn't want to do that, and I didn't yeah. want to do it. Like I said, it, it was something I got thrown into anyway. So I didn't really, you know, um, it wasn't something I wanted to continue to pursue because. You know, I mean, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't like a passion of mine, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was already going to be a martial arts service. so I already opened up a karate school. And that's what I figured I was going to do. Now, as I look back on things, I mean, like I wish that I would have done more stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, to give myself more of a resume because it was a long, long time before I got in front of the camera again, you know. Yeah. After that, and so, so when's the last time you? So apparently, it was the last ever. No, um, no, I did other stuff too, but yeah. um, actually, I think probably the most recent thing that you can see me in, and again, this is if you don't mind losing an hour and a half of your life, then by all means, go to Amazon and buy this movie. You can buy, you can rent it for like three dollars. It's called Beast of the Water, and uh, it's got it's got a couple of wrestlers from the TNA. It's got um, Tyrus, and it's got E three or uh, EC three. Yeah, EC three is in the movie. I know, I know, I know. Uh, it's got Gigi Edgley from Farscape. It's got my boy Santiago Cerrillo's in there as well too he was um like julio on the walking dead like he did a few episodes of walking dead um and the director of it was a special effects makeup guy creature creator who was on um that show face off you guys remember the show face Off, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. compete with all the yeah. special effects stuff yeah. he was one of the winners of that so and he was the director and he created this monster um, where the guy inside the suit was seven foot seven, and then he put the whole creature suit on, and he was like nine feet tall. So that everything in the whole movie was all um, practical effects, no special effects, and we filmed it all in Nashville, and it's essentially kind of like Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like these corporate military like guys who were like escorting these scientists to go try to find some kind of like special holy grail kind of mm-hmm. thing. And there's a creature that's guarding that thing. And, you know, we're out there to protect, but then we end up getting hunted. And so if you want to see me, like, curse and, like, smoke cigarettes and be, like, completely (laughs) different than Rocky and you don't mind seeing a really bad, you know, movie, then by all means, go check it out. (laughs) Because I do die in horrible horrible fashion. How do do you die? How do you die? Um, So, okay. So the creature is, like, usually he takes on a water form. The movie, the movie's called Beast of the Water, by the way. So uh, he usually <laughs> takes water form, but then he he essentially morphs into like a you know a, a physical creature as well. So as I'm hunting him through the jungle with my machine gun and shit, um, I step in a puddle, and that puddle is him, and he fucking reaches his his puddle turns into a hand, grabs me by my leg, and like pulls me into the ground one leg at a time with one leg like coming up like this, and I'm dying as I'm being split in half and uh, <laughs> and then after he completely sucks me underground you just see the blood just psh, splatter up so, wow yeah it's it's cool I mean I don't you know I mean maybe I spoiled it for you guys <laughs> uh, guess oh, what no. Rocky does not survive 
But yeah, I mean, so it was fun. It's fun to do other stuff other than, you know, than, than being that goody two shoes character, which is, was cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I didn't do too much stuff, but you could catch me. You can watch that. That came out last year on Amazon. I have to say one thing as an adult, looking back at Power Rangers, that shit was low key racist. Think about this shit. <laughs> you know, no, think okay. about this real quick. I want to put the it like this. I'm gonna black. okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Yeah. Let me say this real quick. Real. I know where you're gonna go. You with know this. Where I'm, going no, with I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend. Okay, but go ahead. You can go first. How they have the black ranger actually mm-hmm. be a black guy, and a yellow ranger be an aging chick. That's kind of low key stereotypical yeah. type shit, bro. Like, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know, like. <laughs> I hear, and this is what I know. So, in the beginning of the show, you know <laughs> what I mean? In the original pilot, okay, there was another actress that got hired on the show. And she ended up quitting and ended up not doing the show. But they shot a pilot and then they had to reshoot the pilot. The Yellow Ranger was a Mexican girl first, wow. okay? And then she quit. So, it was originally going to be a Hispanic girl. And then she quit. And then they brought in this other girl. And they didn't do it that way. I mean, the guys who who run the show, I mean, they're Israeli. You know what I mean? They're from Israel. And <laughs> their mindset didn't think that way. You know what I mean? Like They probably they, thought they were being relatable. Well, well yeah. Sense. They didn't even... Yeah. They didn't even think, oh, let's make the Black Ranger black. And let's make the Yellow Ranger yellow. It just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> He meant Asian. Right, right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, did I just God. say that? Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Everyone, apologies he, he for that. For all, the sensitive, for all the sensitive people out there, everybody knew what the fuck I meant. Yeah, okay. you know what he meant, bro. So lighten okay. up, lighten up, okay? Don't blow up your Twitter feeds, okay? Can you imagine? All I'm saying oh is God. that, you know, I don't think, you know, they, they made the connection, you know? But. <laughs> But when the other guys quit, they immediately corrected it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, that, you know, yeah, as soon as yeah. they got an That's opportunity to change it, yeah. they did. They made, they made yeah, the Yellow I, Ranger I a black it. girl. They made the, the Black Ranger an Asian guy. They, they saw it <laughs> right away. But I, I couldn't mean, change it at that point. No, I you know get it. What I, mean? I can so, see that they didn't intentionally do that. But yeah. then when people started saying that, then they corrected it. Yeah. Right. I, I, Oh. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it wasn't like it can be accidentally. It was it was racial. unintentionally <laughs> racial, but not really. guys, without trying to prove a point with this, for you two gentlemen, the rays in the room, what color would you would have wanted to wear? Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne <Racist>. brown. <laughs> for him. Wait, Representing what, what, what color would you have wanted to be? Shit, it would have been yeah. a toss up for me because growing up as a kid, blue was my favorite color. So like, I don't, been, don't front fool. Don't front fool. You know you want to wear pink, dude. <laughs> hold on, since, since you did. Hold on, since you did your research on me, right? What do you think I am? Oh, I know oh. this. Don't uh, no, because I'm not gonna like. Yeah, so that's, a, that's such a loaded question, right? That's, that's a loaded I'm question. Saying, you're gonna be wrong. Whatever you're gonna say, you're gonna be wrong. We're talking. What is race. your nationality? Nationality, sure. race, make what, whatever. No, I know this because I looked at your Instagram. Shit. And you didn't follow me. That's uh, no, I did. I did. No, you, I don't think you did. I did. You, I think you followed the Ray Ray's podcast. He's getting butt not. hurt right now. I am getting butt you hurt because you didn't follow me at my personal page. Well, I'm not really like Ray's. She's not an IG or I know she's not whatever. Yeah. That's cool. You know, you know, it's not important to you. Nationality. Yeah. I'm not going to say it out loud and dig myself that hole. 
It is such a loaded question. The yellow Power Ranger was yellow. What nationality are you? The whole world is going to hate me for that one. You're Hawaiian? Yes, I'm half black and half Samoan. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Pacific, I, I was going to say Pacific Islander. Which, but, yeah. But what you didn't give me the chance. You asked her. <laughs> <laughs> Steve would have been correct. Steve would have been correct. What I'm assuming most people either think you're of some Eastern descent or Latino. They, everybody yeah. thinks I am what they are. So oh. if a Middle person, a Middle Eastern person comes up to me, sure. they're like, oh, you're Middle Eastern. You're Arab. <clears throat> yeah. uh, or if a Hispanic person comes up to me, they're like, oh, you Hispanic. They start speaking to me in Spanish. They come Dominican. Yeah. Like, I feel like you look more Hispanic than you do Pacific Islander, <laughs> but I can see it, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm I'm Mexican, but I look, like, super, like, I look white. You uh, know? He looks hot as hell. Just <laughs> well, what is Ray doing over there? 46 <laughs> and fine as hell. So, quick question for you. I got to ask you a question real quick. Okay. So, you know, a couple of years ago... So they, sweet. Thank you. Go so, ahead, Ray, Ray. So, you know, a couple of years ago, they had the uh, new Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts on that shit? What were my thoughts on the new one? Um, I think it was too long. They dragged it out. You know what I mean? Like, it's an origin story, and that's cool. You need to kind of... The who's, origin... Who's, the or- Oh, we got a phone oh, call. Sorry, guys. That's sorry, all right. Guys. I <clears throat> so unprofessional. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> no, um, I, I mean it was cool. Like I, I think in in the sense of like you know showing like the the, the grand scheme of you know Power Rangers being a team and learning how to become a team. I feel like they got that part right, but they just took a little too long to get to it. Power Rangers yeah. is about action, right? Yeah. What was the thing that drove about that show? The right, action. they crammed. Robots, rock music, explosions, karate, <laughs> you know, uh, bright colors, monsters, robots, everything all into a quick 22 minute show, action packed from start to finish, you know? And this show was, whoa, it dragged out. I mean, this movie was almost two hours long. Mm-hmm. They could have cut that by a half an hour and started the action a lot sooner. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I just feel like it took too long. To get to the end, you know what I mean? And some of the special effects, you know, for the budget that they had, I feel like weren't... Up to you know, par. Yeah. Up to par. I mean, like, they made the, the, the Megazord look so different than, you know, what everybody was Accustomed familiar to, with, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they should have stayed a little bit more traditional. But the good thing is... They gotta redo it, right? Hasbro has taken over, and Hasbro is now going to be rebooting that 2017 movie and starting over again from scratch. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. So they're not even going to pick up where they left off. They'll probably hire a whole new cast as well too yeah, and start that. over. And they're going to, they're doing it right. I mean, I've already got some ideas and like as to what the costumes are going to look like and stuff like that. So they're going to take it to the next level. Oh, I gotta I gotta say say right. oh, before you say that, I got to say it. I love Becky G. And the new one, she was a yellow ranger. Oh, yeah. Becky oh, G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you listen to me right now, baby oh, girl. Oh, she fire. She fire. She yeah, fire. She, she Holla fire. at your boy, Becky G. You know Holla at so you your boy. Hit my line real quick. I like <laughs> yellow. We can rock that yellow, baby. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take we'll take this one time. The 90s voice. Yeah, when you take, take, that, take that. Take that. Take that. I have a question. Go ahead. If Power Rangers came to you and asked you for a cameo, would you accept it? Oh, a thousand percent. I just did a cameo uh, on Power Rangers Ninja Steel on the, on the TV show. Oh, okay. I went back yeah. to New Zealand a couple years ago, and they, last year they, they did the 25-year reunion episode, and I was in it. So oh, I yeah. thousand, Is that when everybody showed up on that shit? thousand like, percent go back. And I even oh. told them, like, when I when I petitioned, you know, to put my name in to, to be there. I even told them I'll do it for free. Because it's not yeah. about the money 
you know, because I know they're going to pay the shit anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. It's not about the money. As for me, is I want to give back to the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I will gladly go back on Power Rangers anytime they ask me to. And I told them I would do it for free. I don't care. You know, you're an icon. Uh, I mean, you're. I, I got to say it to you, you're an icon of a generation. Like. I don't know if you ever think yourself as that. You're I, I don't think of myself like that, but the cool thing is that I do know is that you know what, like no matter what, I cannot deny I will be part of pop culture forever because pop Power Rangers are always going to be like, like exactly like Transformers or GI Joe or the Three Stooges. I mean, yeah. it's gonna everyone's gonna know Power Rangers forever. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of the longest running kids shows. You know, shit. I had all the bed sheets, the toys, oh had all that the shit. The t-shirt, the socks, the shirts, the pajamas, yeah. the short set with the matching t-shirt. <laughs> I had all that shit. My mom, like, yeah, I was it's like, that was like for me to be good. She's like, I'll give you some Power Rangers. This, if you be good, I'm like, hell yeah. I had it on Super Nintendo. I had it on Sega Genesis. Yeah, I had. The, I like the Sega Genesis game. That, that's the one. Actually, you could see our faces on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, I, yeah, because I, yeah, I remember it because they had the they had an original Power Rangers game. Then they had one for the movie. Yeah, I remember I had. So I had all them shits. I got the DVD at home. Thank you for movie. paying you know my light bill. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for paying my light bill. <laughs> Gave you my little bit of coins. Yes. Yeah. So my yeah my grandma was the one that bought me all them toys. It was the ones. Thank you, grandma. I appreciate it. I didn't have because they had the ones where like okay you flip it where it had the helmet. Then yeah, the flip, flip top had the. I didn't yeah. have that one. I had just like the tall, bigger ones where they just. Karate shopped and right. had like the little. I think I have like an one. automorpher head one that I I can I give you I'll give it to you man oh, I just gotta look shit. for it I'll find it it's the one where you you flip it and then you see my face and then you flip it back and it's like can't a helmet. tell me nothing now bro I'm about to rock around with a Power Ranger toy and shit. he's gonna oh. hang it from his rearview mirror right <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll find one I'll find one I think I've got one so it's morphin time it's morphin time up in this bitch Roger <laughs> I, I have a question. <laughs> So you were you worked with Amy Jo Johnson, right? Yep. Oh my God. Just I know hey, Amy. everybody liked. I remember when I was little, it was like all the boys liked Amy Jo Johnson. So, mm-hmm. do you wanna? Did you like Amy Jo Johnson? I, I I did. Yeah, I do. Um, but it's not like that. You know what I mean? Like Fair. because everybody's like, "Hey, yo, did you hook up with the Pink Ranger?" I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, it's like my sister." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like like my sister. It's like, do you really want to? You know, hook up with somebody that you work with twelve hours a day. Like sometimes I really been, I'm, really, I'm telling you, like after you guys have been around everybody for so long, like when the day's over, the last thing you want to do is hang out with them after work. I mean, so I would yes go and no. do my own thing. You know, yes and no. Like I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with that too. There, there's two things. I'm, I'm, it just that's depends. why Ray and I are platonic friends. <laughs> I just got shut down <laughs> on my own show. We have worked across far the too much. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we be friends why can't we be no, but friends there was, a, there was an old saying someone told me you always separate your ass from your cash mm-hmm. that, was, that was something I've always heard but don't, don't shit where you eat don't dip your pen in the company ink that's right, right. Yeah, that's I mean you, I think like, it would have just created a lot of problems you know I mean it, it's yeah. like you know it's like young 21 year old you know like Viral, was no. I don't think I was having any issues at that point. You know what I mean? So it's like, why, why, yeah. why mess up something good because you know two people can't get along? You but know what I mean? but like the plenty back, of fish out there. So no, but the big thing after that. But sometimes there's times where you can gain an attraction 
from being around someone a thousand a lot percent. of times. Yeah, sure. that, like, that you get happen. to know them. You get someone's like, vibe, you get your energy. Person. You're just like, yo, like, yeah. I date this person. Well, sometimes it's just because there's nobody else around. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're kind of confined to the same people, you know? Yeah. But see, like, for me, like... So, sometimes that's, that happens because there's just a lack of options, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, but I like, can imagine... Fine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I can imagine you going out in L.A., Young mid twenties, Power Ranger, Team Beat, hard, Tiger Beat, walk into place, Tiger Beat, yeah. you, you, <laughs> like I yeah. can imagine, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Come there here. was definitely, a, uh, there was definitely some of that for sure, you know. Oh my um, God, you're the Red Ranger. I want you now. Like, did you have any celebrity style relationships? Like, ooh, seen dating last week? Please. No, no. No, I'm. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we were not really well known outside of Power Rangers. Like Power <laughs> Rangers, like as a group, as a unit. You know what I mean? Like as a unit, we were getting recognized, but individually, people didn't know. The only people that would watch the show were three Kids. and four year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So anybody that saw me, if I was happy to go to Blockbuster or something like that, and the you know a kid saw me, he's not going to come up to me. You know. Mm. Uh, so back then, you know, there was like. You know, if a kid saw me, they'd hide behind their mom shy or whatever, and they wouldn't come up to me and say anything. And, you know, it wasn't until everybody grew up, yeah. you know, and then and with the advent of social media and Comic-Con started happening all around the same time as well, too. And and the fans were like old enough now that they could afford to, you know, go to these shows and meet us and stuff. That's when it all kind of like. I mean, that's why I really got to get to know my fans because back then there was no way other than for them to write us a letter right, and send right. it in the snail mail, you know? So, um, you know, there, there was no interaction with the fans back then. So, I mean, it wasn't like I would go to, go to bars and clubs and stuff and get recognized right off because, you know, people that were my age weren't watching the show. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, quick question. Well, you said something you know, about Comic-Con and stuff like that. So, when did Comic-Cons really start popping off? Like, oh my God, this is like a thing. <clears throat> I did my first Comic-Con back in 2007. Um, I got an email from somebody that said, we're, we're looking to put together a, a convention that's for Power Ranger fans called Power Morphicon. Okay. And would you come and be a part of it? So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come. That sounds good. Okay. Um, so, um, so that was my first experience to it. And that's when it like really opened up my eyes to like the fans that were really out there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like people came from all over the world to to come to be part of that convention. And I remember walking into the hotel lobby and like seeing like eight hundred people like just waiting. You know, and as soon as I walked in, they all just started applauding, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's crazy!" You know, I didn't know that that you know we had fandom like that still. You know. Because this is right around the time I said, like, Facebook's just getting started. There was no Twitter. There was no Instagram yeah, yet yeah. or any of that stuff. So, you know, like I said, we didn't have a, I didn't have a lot of interaction with fans. I didn't know people still liked us that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they put together this thing. And then that's how I kind of got the taste for it. And I would, I would only do maybe, like, one or two shows a year. Um, because I also I was running my martial arts studios and still at that point, you know, and um, so I do one or two shows a year and it was fun. It was a cool thing. But then like 2013, like I just got so many offers, like so many. I remember doing I did like 25 or maybe 30 shows in 2013. Mm -hmm. And then ever since then, and um, every year after that, I've been doing like, you know, 30 to 40 shows a year, like literally every weekend. 
I'd be traveling somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and we go, I've been all over the world. So um, I feel really, you know, blessed about that. You know what I mean? It's nice to be working and and finally make some money off Power Rangers, you know, that we didn't get to make for 20 years. (laughs) That's that back pay you got. That back pay, right? (laughs) Severance. Severance. The reparation checks. I was, really well. I, was, I was thinking the same thing. You nailed it, thing. dude. That's exactly what it was. So, uh, I want you to do me a favor real quick, all right? Okay. So tomorrow is a very important date for you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Talk, right. Let, let's talk about tomorrow real quick. Oh. Real quick. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm starting a podcast as well, too, with a, with a friend of mine, uh, this, this guy, Alex Cardoza, who's in Jersey, but he, uh, yeah, um, he produces like um, some other podcasts for other celebrities as well too, like like the Housewives of New Jersey and people like that. Um, so anyway, he and I were starting a podcast together, and we're, it's going to be airing tomorrow. It's called the Fantastic Duo Show, and we're going to talk about well, all the same kind of stuff we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we talk about pop culture, fandom, you know. It's a little bit more for the geeks for sure, but um, you know that's sort of the direction that we're going to go. So yeah, people can download that on Spotify or. Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from anchor all that stuff um, but then also you can um, you can you can hear the podcast on any of those but you can also pay a subscription for the video version of it because we're filming everything mm-hmm. and so you can also you know watch it as well too if you sign up for that and when you sign up for it your patreon which I think is like I don't know four or five bucks a month some shit like that and um, there's all kinds of other things that you'll get, like you access to like free giveaways and prizes that we're going to be doing every week, um, as well as you know the video content itself, and just all kinds of other things that you'll get if you subscribe rather than just like listen. Yeah, well, you know, if, if you're listening to Ray Ray's podcast right now, you're a big fan of Power Rangers and things of that nature. Definitely tune in to the Fantastic Duo Show, hosted by my man Steve and Alex. Uh, we'll, yeah. dr- we'll drop all the information, uh, you know, when we drop this episode, right. so people can and find usually y'all, every, y'all like, like usually every week we'll be doing is like you know one of the the, the blessings that I have is like doing these comic cons and stuff. I've got to meet all kinds of actors from all different types of genres. So we're gonna have celebrity guest hosts with us all nice, the time. You know, nice. I, almost every week probably we'll have somebody new on there hanging out with us and and uh, just making it fun and. You know, so who knows the direction we're going to take with all of it, but we'll have all kinds of wacky shit we're going to do. So it should be fun. <laughs> that's, that's definitely cool. And Katie, you can come be on the show anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Thanks, Steve. Man, but this has really been an amazing time we've had on the no, show so far. I appreciate this. Hey, man, you, we, good. Can, can, we, can we follow this up with another episode? Well, yeah, I, I mean, same. I mean, I Katie, live right in the same back? town, man. We I need to come back to. and do this again if for Steve's sure. Steve's coming and Ray's <laughs> coming, and then you're gonna be here. I'm here. I, I gotta it. be last. Damn, I have to be last. Damn, yes, that's fucked up. You see how you know, find out who your friends really are. You, you think you know them, but, but no, I'm, joking. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ray always okay. has my heart forever and always. He's that's my right. One. Make this shit no motherfucker. <laughs> I am number one. What Nelly say? Friend zoned. Uh-huh. <laughs> What does it take to be number one? 
Um, I'm make say, sure y'all stay after for the battle royale. Two is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. That's what you were trying to ask, right? What is that? I, I was getting there, but Ray Rock, you know, he tried to fucking cut me, bro. So me and him got to see me nah. in a parking lot after this. So I mean, <laughs> if you don't hear Ray next week on the show, just you know why. No, no, you know I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't want no. <laughs> that's my bro. I don't, I don't want no heat. That's, that's, my want no. that's my brother. That's my brother. That's my brother. But I will see you if you want to see me, bro. We can get this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I recant everything I just said. He's got like five inches on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. You know, like yeah, Mario, where they like hop on like little mushrooms or whatever they jumped on. He's it. That, that's that Samoan in him, man. You know, what I mean? you don't want to be fucking with that, dude. They gonna pull a haka on me and shit. Ah, I'm gonna like, oh, do it. <laughs> get all crazy on me, but. <laughs> but thank y'all so much for coming on. This was like the greatest. Uh, this shit was fucking amazing to be honest bro <laughs> I mean, fucking, this, this shit was awesome but before we go you know what I'm saying again I want you to tell people where they can find you at Steve and find out the Fantastic Duo show uh, yeah um, yeah, it's my name Steve Cardenas PR uh, PR for Power Rangers um, you can that's where you can find me on Twitter and, and Instagram um, I do have Facebook fan page as well too, but I never use Facebook no more. Follow him on his Facebook fan. <laughs> yeah, do it. follow me on the fan it. page and get nothing because it's like I I never go on Facebook anymore. Mostly Instagram. So and then uh, of course yeah, don't forget to uh, check out the Fantastic Duo show as well. Um, do you guys have an Instagram for that yet? Uh, I think so, or at least if we don't, it's getting getting created right now. So it's very very soon, I think. Yeah. And where can the people find you? Oh, um, <laughs> well, while I'm in quarantine, you can find me on my couch. Uh, <laughs> other than that, you can get me on Instagram at Kiss Katie Rose. Uh, nothing really exciting there, but, you know, you can see more pictures of today's episode because we're going to be pumping that across the board. So Ooh, fire. Let me fire. See. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire the hole. Follow right now. Hold on. Follow the hole. Are you going to follow people back? back? All right. Follow me back, too. <laughs> Don't follow nobody back. <laughs> So uh, thank y'all so much. And I just tagged y'all my little story too. A little story too. So this yeah. is how we're going to end the show tonight. Uh, we normally, you know, play Ray Ray's podcast song to, to close us out. But before that, we got to thank everybody for tuning in to us. Thank you. Keep listening and subscribing and you? telling your mama, tell your pastor, tell your babysitter, yeah. tell your side pieces, <laughs> tell everybody you, you mess with right now yes. about us. We would greatly appreciate that. This is Ray Ray's podcast. This has been the most probably amazing shit I've ever done in my life. Possibly. I don't know. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Ray Ray. Remember how that? and all them. Yeah, right. What, what was that? That was Dave Chappelle, right? Remember it was one of the stand-up comedy things? He was like doing it. He, he was like sip, um, Yeah. He was like uh, Hide the money. Poor people around. Yeah. Bitch. He was like I don't know. He was doing one of his stand-up shows and uh and then it was like he was pretending to like to be somebody that was doing an interview or whatever, like a local news interview or something. And he was like, he was talking about whatever they were talking about. And then he was like, oh, and I'd like to give a shout out to Ray Ray and Big Steve. <laughs> Big Steve. Well, yeah. thank uh, you, everybody. Shout out to Clark High School, San Antonio. Oh, that, that's our <laughs> motto, right? You went to Clark High School, right? Yes, yeah, that's why we yes. went to wow. same high school. Uh, but you didn't know that. Years apart. <clears throat> Mrs. Ten. Research. Uh, <laughs> his reporter. I actually yeah. didn't know that. Oh, 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 okay. Check you out. Well, here we go. Well, thank y'all so much. April O'Neil. Appreciate y'all. You would make a great April O'Neil. You really would. Wouldn't I? We're pitching this out to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She's perfect. She would be perfect. All right. So thank y'all so much. And stay yellow, everybody. 
<laughs> in the words of the Power Rangers, it's morphing time and let the force and all that shit be with you. And Holla. we out this bitch. So let's go.